You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We're brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Brown's edition of postgame is what I should say. It's the postgame edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. And, of course, the Browns fall to the Steelers in the season finale by a final of 28-14. to 14. The Steelers end the season at 9-8. and eight. And in third place, and the Browns lose the consolation bowl against the Steelers, falling to 10 and 7 to end the season. Plenty of question marks, plenty of questions in this game. It was a bizarre ending to the season. I guess the only joy that Browns fans will take out of it is the fact that the Dolphins were able to kick a field goal late and keep the Steelers out of the playoffs. Daryl, first thoughts. Yeah, you know, this is just another game in which the Pittsburgh Steelers do what the Pittsburgh Steelers normally do to the Browns, and that is physically manhandle them. Uh, You look at what they were able to do on the ground, led by Najee Harris, uh, over 140 yards rushing. That is the 10th time in the last 14 games the Browns have surrendered at least 130 yards on the ground. You look at the third down conversions, 9 of 15 The Steelers put together three scoring drives of at least 75 yards. Obviously, the pivotal point in the game, Andy, came late in the first half in the the final about minute and 40 or so in change in which the Steelers were able to score those 10 points to go into the locker room, uh, leading 10 to 7 at the half. I was really disappointed with the sense of urgency for the Browns late in the game, and it might just be a tiny little point, but... You know, they're down 28-14 late after they scored the two-point conversion, and I just didn't see a team that felt the energy to try to say, you know what, we've we found and then maybe we'll have a chance to come back. We've seen this before. And, I, like, I didn't feel it. I was kind of bothered by the end of the game, Daryl, because there was no sense of urgency at the end. Oh, you were bothered? I, I wasn't. I was, I you was didn't in, care at that point? No, let's just get this right. over with. <laughs> I, I um, mean – yeah, let, let's just get it over with. Uh, they, they they finished seven and ten. Uh, every full time head coach uh, in the expansion era would like to welcome Kevin Stefanski to the ten loss per season club. 
Uh, Does that come with a jacket? Is there a jacket for that, like a plaid jacket or a orange jacket or something like that? I don't know. How does that work? It should be a brown jacket for the color of you know what. Um, Well, you can't because the legends have brown jackets, so you can't do that. Oh, yeah, you can. No, no. It's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can still stick with the brown jacket and the legendary performances. Uh, Chris Palmer, Butch Davis, Romeo Cornell, Eric Mangini, Pat Shermer, Rob Chudzinski, Mike Patton, Hugh Jackson, Freddie Kitchens, and now Kevin Stefanski. All 10 loss uh, losers uh, in uh, the, the same season. So that that's an, you know what? That's an impressive stat in and of itself. The Browns are also, by the way, uh, back in the basement uh, of the AFC North following four consecutive third-place finishes within the division. Uh, they are now back into uh, that fourth spot. It is the 16th time in 24 seasons, Andy, that the Browns will finish, or I should say do finish, in last place within their own division. So once again, congratulations. Job well done. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I, I'm trying to think of what's the frustrating part here. One of the biggest frustrating things was watching Jacksonville yesterday and knowing what Jacksonville was just one year ago. And the Browns are on this treadmill outside the Jetsons' apartment, and Jane cannot get us off this crazy thing. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, the Browns are consistently terrible. Um, next year will be the 25th season since the team has come back into the NFL. And it's basically going to be a celebration of 25 years of failure. They've really only had three decent or good seasons since 99. You know, the playoff year in 2002, the 10 and uh, six campaign in which they missed the playoffs in 2007, but they had six pro bowlers. And then of course the, the 2020 uh, playoff season in which uh, they were literally a couple of plays from the conference championship, but they they have regressed significantly. Last year, uh, from eleven and five down to eight and nine, back under five hundred, and now this year a seven and ten finish. So uh, you know, d- disappointing. Uh, Deshaun Watson for has played twenty four quarters. And he's looked like a guy you gave $230 million to and six draft picks up, including three first rounders for a grand total of two quarters. And I think we're kind of being generous there uh, because he got some help uh, for those two quarters at Washington. So uh, he has not looked great at all. Uh, And if this is what they're going to get from him going forward, they're going to keep uh, spinning that treadmill outside the Jetsons apartment there, Andy. Well, George or Jane, or I don't know where we are right now with this, but or Astro, Rastro. Um, I'm just wondering when you put the picture like that, Daryl, it doesn't make the future look very bright. And I, I wonder, I wonder how Browns fans hang on. Jimmy Ingram wrote a really good piece over the weekend just about I, it's hard to believe that there's a wait list for season tickets with the results that you've seen. And uh, I mean, the Browns have work to do, a lot of work to do. 
And I, I don't. Did you feel that Jaguars pain that I felt yesterday, trying to figure this out? Like, how does that team? And then I, I then I, I was. I want to fall back to the default excuse. The pro- biggest problem for the Browns of being a playoff team is the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Steelers. Is that fair? No, because it's their job to compete with and beat those teams. So. Uh, no, I, I I give them no quarter. This is another uh, disappointing, underachieving season for this franchise. Um, and no, I don't have. I stopped having those thoughts because I, I just I, I guess I'm numb to it now. I'm used to seeing worst to firsts every year in the league. Uh, I'm used to seeing the gross incompetence and lack of leadership from the Browns every year. Uh, I'm used to. Uh, this franchise not getting their act together. Um, you know, the fact that Mike Tomlin hasn't had a single losing season with the Steelers uh, since he took that job 15, 16 years ago. All right. And there are Steelers fans, Steel, Steeler fans that want to run him out of Pittsburgh because they don't feel he's done enough with the talent that he's been given. Whereas Kevin Stefanski is the poster child of not doing enough with the talent that you're given. And my number one question that I have for you, Andy, how do the Browns fix the leadership problem if they don't change the leadership this offseason? They don't. It's not fixed. It's the same thing. You just have to hope that, like, maturity and age and gro- I don't growth, I don't know how you fix it. You're, you're, you're being, uh, on one hand, you are having continuity, but is it the right continuity? That's the question, and I don't think – there's there aren't many people saying that Kevin's going anywhere, so Kevin's good. Where no, are they with Joe Woods? He isn't going. He isn't going anywhere. I think Joe Woods does get fired. Um, and this this is and we can get into this uh, uh, in the next segment. But the Haslam's are the victims of being who they are right now too, because by all accounts, Kevin Stefanski should be fired for this. He really should, but he's not going to be. He's going to get a fourth year, and. I don't think that a fourth year is going to make much of a difference because again, without changing the leadership, I don't know how you expect the leadership to improve on this team. Daryl, let's touch on that and we'll come back. We'll talk more about that. It's always game day in Cleveland. And if you want to be a part of the show, all you have to do is subscribe uh, first. That's the, the first movie I would make. And then want to get a hold of us on social media at game day, CLE on either Twitter or Instagram. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. We're back right after. 